Good morning and welcome back into my home. As we continue in worship together this morning, we get to celebrate together as a church family because we have new life. Today we get to celebrate the new life of Cohen Alexander Irvin, son of Kayla and Chance Irvin, grandson of David and Robin Smith, with Aunt Darby Grace and her husband Wesley and Uncle Robert. And so we give thanks for this new life. And before we turn to today's scripture passage, I invite you to pray with me for them. Lord God, we come together this morning giving thanks and praise in your name for Cohen's life. We give you praise for the dreams yet to unfold in his life, in his journey. And Lord, we just pray your blessings and your love and your presence to just be so incredibly strong throughout his life. Lord, we pray for Kayla and Chance that every step of the way that they feel your presence, they feel your love, and that together this new family can seek your heart. Lord, may we, your church, surround them. And may we continually pray for uh, Cohen and help serve as reminders for him throughout his life of just who you are. It's in your son's holy and precious name that we pray. Amen. So as we look at today's scripture passage in 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 through 21, we're going to hear one word a whole lot. And I bet you can't guess what that word is. Actually, if you've been paying attention each week, it's the word love, which we have heard on repeat. It's almost a joke in the church office. What are we talking about this week? Love. But... Today, actually, even though we're going to be hearing this word love a lot in the passage, the word I actually want us to talk about is salvation. I want us to talk about the fullness of salvation. And so, as I read this passage, listen, and then we're going to dig in together. 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 through 21. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the father has sent his son as the savior of the world. God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the son of God and they abide in God. So we have known and believe the love that God has for us. God is love. And those who abide in love abide in God. And God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment. 
because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because he first loved us. Those who say, I love God and hate their brothers or sisters are liars. For those who do not love a brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love a God whom they have not seen. The commandment we have from him is this. Those who love God must love their brothers and sisters also. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's talk about salvation. Salvation that is God for us, God in us, and God through us. Salvation that we can often limit to just forgiveness. Forgiveness of our sins, which, which is incredible. That every wrong that we have ever done, every sin that we have yet to commit, that when we come before God and ask for forgiveness, that God removes them from our record, never to think of them, never to remember them again. But salvation is more than just knowing the forgiveness of our sins. Salvation is realizing that God is for us. That God longed for us. And so God called us into being. And that God, seeing our imperfections, seeing our sinfulness, still loves us. Loves us so much that God himself would step into time, take on flesh, and walk this earth. And in the life of Jesus that we witness in the Gospels, we see the deep compassion. We see the deep love of God for his children on display. We see the love of God. The love that, yes, nailed Jesus to a cross so that we could know wholeness in Jesus Christ, so that we could know hope beyond just our brokenness, beyond our missteps and misgivings. But beyond the cross is the resurrection. It is the truth that there is life beyond this. Because we are God's children. We are heirs to the kingdom of God. That God is for us so much that God wants to spend all of eternity with us. God is for us. This is the first piece of salvation. In verse 18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. This is about salvation. When we know the truth of God's love for us, when we are able to rest in that truth that God is for us, 
We don't have to fear for our souls. We don't have to fear where we're going to spend eternity because we are resting in the love of God. We are resting in the assurance of who we are in that love. God is for us. We do not have to fear because his perfect love casts out all fear of who we are and our brokenness and what's going to happen after death. And even more than that, who we are now. God's love, God for us, is what we get to rest in, what we get to live out of, is where we find the reminders that we are God's first and foremost. The first piece of salvation, God is for us. The second piece, the second piece is God in us. That when we come to know Jesus as Lord, that his spirit comes and takes up residence in us. I think it's verse 13 talks about that. And so much of, of the New Testament letters testify to in Jesus Christ, we are made continually by the Spirit into the image of Jesus Christ. That God and the Spirit go to work on our hearts, on our minds, our lives, to make us into more and more the image of our Savior. The Spirit works on us to help us claim the image of God that, that we were born with that is already here. Wiping away all impurities, wiping away all sinfulness, wiping away everything else that tries to separate us from God. Salvation is God for us. The love that we get to, to live in. Salvation is God in us, making us more and more into who we are always created to be, more and more into the image of our Savior, so that we may serve as faithful witnesses in this world. Salvation is also God through us. Verse 19 says, we love because he first loved us. Time and again throughout this book, we have heard the word love because we have heard the reminder that we are called to love one another. And time and again, we have claimed the truth that that is hard. Because we don't always agree with one another. And we're human. In spite of coming to know Jesus as Lord, we don't always get it right. There's still brokenness in the body of Christ. Still brokenness in his church. Brokenness that, that Jesus will never allow to remain, but Jesus is always at work through his children. To love to heal those broken pieces 
God through us is about entrusting that the love that God wants us to show one another, that God is going to work through us. That is a piece of salvation because if we know the truth that Jesus is Lord, if we trust the truth of scripture, then we trust the truth that God calls us to be his witnesses. And that what God calls us to do, God will empower us to do when we are willing to be used by God. Salvation requires us to allow God to work through us because we do need to love one another in the body of Christ because as Jesus said in the Gospel of John, it is by how we in the body of Christ love one another that the world will know that we belong to him. This is one of our most powerful witnesses. The desire by Christians in spite of our differences to love one another in the body of Christ. That is a part of salvation is not just forgiveness, not just knowing the love of God for us, not just saying, God, work in me. We have to then allow God to work through us. Because that is part of what salvation is. That is part of what knowing Jesus as Lord is. May the fullness of salvation, the fullness of, of God's love that is for us, that works in us, and will work through us, may it challenge us. May it drive us. And may we serve as witnesses of that love to all the world. Let us pray. God, it is so easy for us to rest in just what salvation is for us. And the truth of forgiveness and the truth of your love for us and the truth of eternity. But Lord, help us always to remember that salvation does not end there because salvation works in us, pruning and working on us. And salvation then pushes us to show your love to one another. Lord, challenge us. Lord, empower us. Lord, help us to live out of the fullness of the salvation that we can know only through the precious name of Jesus Christ. Help us to listen for your words. Help us to obey. Help us to follow. It is in your son's precious name that we pray. Amen.